Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and the internet. Information you want, want. all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening, episode 229. Uh, thank you for those that have been around for a while. Um, your loyalty means a lot, and hopefully, you know, I, I do hope that this, I, guess, I don't want to say boring, but I, I do hope that every week there's something different for you. I know that um, we do get a lot of repeat questions, but you've got to remember that every circumstance is, is slightly different, and there's always a little bit extra to learn. I, I think that's the approach I take, for sure. Um, this is episode 229. It's all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technologies. Um, good supporters of the program. I thank them for their support. We have a lot to talk about tonight. We have more retune questions. We have a follow-up about um, international roaming. And I want to talk gaming. Titanfall. Amazing blockbuster game coming up. Um, fantastic stuff. Um, I also found a fun little app that may just drive you cuckoo uh, in terms of how addictive it is. Um, I'll tell you about that shortly. If you love quizzes and multiple choice, that would be perfect for you. Colour selections. If you're into colour selections, I might have something very cool for you if you're redecorating a home anytime soon. Um, so lots to talk about. I also want to go through some of the great comments that um, you left this week on iTunes. And a reminder, if, you, if you're on your mobile phone, your iPhone, or your, um, your computer at the moment and you're near iTunes, jump into the iTunes store and uh, leave a comment or a rating and a review about your tech life. Uh, Great to have your company. Lots to cover on this show. Um, Might be a short one, don't know. I've got a busy week. I'm off to Melbourne for the Grand Prix. Um, Got got some technology stories to tell about the Formula One Grand Prix. And yes, it is a stretch. It's important that I find a stretch and get my way to Melbourne. But I'm actually going to look at the telecommunications involved uh, in the Formula One game. And um, I've got a unique opportunity to look at two ends of the paddock. And if you know Formula One, you know what I mean. We'll go to the top. And I'll look at how data is transferred from a place like Australia back to headquarters at Milton Keynes. And I'll go to the other end of the grid and look at a a team like Caterham and see how they do it with a couple of very different telecommunications providers, AT&T and Truephone. That'll be very interesting. So um, that'll be something I'll bring you information on next week on Your Tech Life. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Um, uh, We've got a big show to get through. Let's talk tech. So if you've been to EFTM.com.au this week, you will have seen the, um, the little story I wrote about an app called QuizUp. Now, I love it. It's very cool. Essentially, it's a social quiz game. And uh, what happens is um, you, you can play random people around the world you know, via the internet, or you can link it up with your Facebook and you can play your friends. Now, for example, I'm going to play this out in real time here. I've got a challenge on my home screen here from Heidi, someone I used to work with, and the topic is name the celebrity. Now, I am appalling with celebrities, okay, appalling. But what happens now is I say play, accept the challenge, and um, it's now going to load down some pictures into my phone, and it's going to um, it's going to try and then give me this challenge. Now, that for some reason, that one's cancelled. So let me let me try a new challenge here. I'm going to challenge someone random right now while I'm while I'm recording. I'm going to play the logos game. I love this one for some reason. Now, what it's doing is it's 
it's downloading seven pitches. There's seven questions in every round, and it's trying to find me an opponent. And this has picked Lyle Briggs from California, USA. Uh, has now come up there, and it's saying, ready to go. Round one, logos. And it's given me a logo. It's a Maserati car. I've got multiple choice. I've clicked Maserati. It's not a Vauxhall or an Opal. So you get four choices, multiple choice with every one. And the quicker you answer, the more points you get. Round two, oh, it's some sort of bat. I think it's an alcohol. It's Bacardi. Not Chivas Regal or Crown Royal. I've found it. Bacardi. I've got 20 points for each question, though, so far. Uh, there's a big tongue and lips. This is uh, Rolling Stones. There it is. The question was, which rock band um, has this logo? The Rolling Stones. You know, the big tongue and lips. Um, I'm on full points here, 60 points. Which app uses this as their logo? Uh, Lumosity, I think. It's a, it's a skull with a brain in it or something. Not Skype, not Cloud. So multiple choice each and every time. And this is just showing me flashcards. Um, uh, Nintendo, oh, this one was a bunch of N's in a cube, and I picked Nintendo GameCube, but it was Nintendo 64, so I didn't get any points that time, but my opponent didn't either. Ah, oh, this is getting very hard. The Diamondbacks logo, I should know that because they're coming to play here in Australia. So very American sometimes, or the sports team from America here, and the Champion Sports logo is the last one. I can click that, and I'll win this challenge with 137 points to my opponent's 107 I win. I earn points. I earn um, also extra experience points for my overall ranking. And this will take me to level 11 in the logo space. So I can see um, the, my competition against other people. And the thing is, it's like that's how quick a game is. What did that take a minute? Um, there are topics, a ridiculous number of topics arts, business, education, games, geography, history, lifestyle, you name it science, sports, TV, and in TV. So everyone has a subcategory. So in TV, you've got, you know, 80s, 90s, 30 Rock, individual shows, heaps of them, Breaking Bad, Downton Abbey, Family Guy, Girls, Glee, Gossip Girl, all these different shows, Modern Family. And you can have a challenge in any one of those places. It's, un- it's fantastic. Um, so I think it is a great game, and uh, I highly recommend you check it out. Now, link up your um, link up your uh Twitter or Facebook or Game Center account, and you can challenge people easily there. Now, I'd love to tell you how to challenge me, but maybe you can challenge me through Twitter. So if you were to follow me on Twitter and then link Twitter here, you can invite me to play the game. That's how easy it is. So check it out. I love it. Quiz Up is what it's called. One word, Quiz Up, and it's available on Android and iOS I reckon it's a cracker, and it's not even in the top 10 games yet um, on on the iOS store. I'm going to have a look now in the, in the top charts for free games uh, and or free apps, and it's uh, it's still not here in the top 30 even, still scrolling. So I'm, I want to I want to get this game up there because I think it's I think it's got real potential. And the best thing about it is it's free. Quiz Up's number 68, so I've jumped about 10 points since I started talking about it. Um, well, other quiz apps like this have charged you for different topics. So if you wanted to play another topic like the Friends TV show, you'd pay a dollar. This is all free. And they want to charge you extra to get a quicker boost of points. I think they've lost the plot there, and they'll probably end up changing the model. But while it's free and while it's easy, let's all have a play around, eh? Quiz up. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Trevor Long, and then play Quiz Up. Let's have a game. And when you do, you can also chat. So if you do play a game against me, let me know you're a listener. Say good day, and we'll um, I'll challenge you more regularly. Okay, good on you. Thanks for listening. Go to the website eftm.com.au.
I should have played the original there because you know what I'm happy. I I wanted to say thank you because I, I mentioned last week the iTunes uh, rating system, the rankings, and how you know it'd be nice if I got a few extra comments there. Um, it had been I think since September last year someone had left a comment. Oh, blown away by the number of people that have done that. So I wanted to thank those guys and and girls. Uh, JJ Rubes, entertaining and informative. Thank you, mate. Uh, Radio Dog, I find. Trevor Long's podcast will be the best in Australia. And since I'm in Australia, Trevor Long's podcasts have the best locally relevant tech news and information that I've found on my journey so far. Thank you, mate. That was Ian. Um, Honda, uh, Honda Type R-Spec. Very cool handle. The best tech podcast around. Very, very appreciated. Thank you. Don't worry about that. Greg Scroop, who's um, a long-time loyal listener. Uh, I think this bloke does an amazing job. He's friendly, courteous, highly professional, and incredibly knowledgeable about anything technological he walks his listeners through the, all the new products. Oh, lots of lots of kind words. Thank you for providing a really good customer service. Thank you, Greg. I really appreciate that, mate. Uh, Bombaloo, uh, the podcast is, is without the best, without doubt the best way to stay in touch with all the technology around us today. Thank you, Brad. Um, a weekly listen by Proud Feet. Uh, it's a show I look forward to every week. Trevor gives an Australian angle of tech and how it will affect us. Thank you, uh, Philip Brown. A great mix of mix of technology, gadget reviews, new, weekly news, and even answers your tech support questions. <laughs> uh, some say Trevor Long knows all the gadgets, and even though he's a goose, he's a nong. Uh, it's very good. Thank you for listening to the jingle as well. Thanks for the weekly updates. He says, um, very very nice of you to say, Rob. I've been listening to your tech life for a couple of years. Uh, Trevor is well connected uh, and uh, very accessible through email and other forms of social media. Has helped me save, solve a number of tech problems. Um, his podcasts are entertaining, etc. Thank you very much. I highly recommend your tech life. Thank you, Rob. Uh, one audacious V five stars plus. Always interesting, very informative, and Trevor is so approachable. He's the first person I think of when I have questions or problems. Thank you very much, um, Paula. Uh, I think it is uh, or Paul. Paul AUP. Love the show. Good hearing the problems others have and how they solve them. Uh, great insight into new tech and stuff when it comes out. Been listening for a few years. Only whinge, only whinge is that Trevor spends way too, way, way, way more time speaking about Apple releases than other, other equivalent products. I take that on board, Paul. Uh, still gave me five stars, mate. I appreciate that. Cheers. Um, and I, I think you're, I mean, you're right. I mean, Apple gets more publicity. There's no doubt about it. There's an allure to them. There's this there's this draw they have. I think you'll find, though, over time, we're getting a much better spread of things. But, um, look, I try, and I'm happy to be called on that whenever it happens, mate. Um, James, maybe James and Janet, uh, very informative, great tech show, um, great to feel part of what's happening in the tech world. Trevor just gets straight to the point and does not babble on, apart from now, obviously. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, Tardis 3, I look forward to listening to this podcast every week. It's my favourite. Thank you, everyone. Um, really appreciate you doing taking the time to, to leave a star rating. 
Uh, I think we got, um, I don't know, another 15 or 20 of those, plus all those great reviews. It helps, and I genuinely mean that. People search the podcast store all the time looking for things to listen to. So um, very useful, and thank you for taking the time to do that. Uh, I appreciate it, and if you've got the time to do the same, uh, I would be eternally grateful, and I might even mention you like that. Not that that's really much reward. Thank you for listening, uh, as always, uh, Your Tech Life. And each and every week brought to you by the good people at Garmin, Garmin, satellite navigation, GPS, and even fitness technology. Uh, you can check them out at garmin.com.au. The Vivo Fit is the fitness technology that I talk about, and what they want you to do is say hello to the fitness band that knows your potential. No matter what you live for, make every step count with Vivo Fit and the fitness band that moves at the pace of your life. One look at the easy-to-read display and you'll know how many steps you've taken, distance travelled, calories burned, and the time of the day because there's a screen right there on the wristband. It tells you everything you need to know. And Vivo Fit learns your current activity level and then it assigns an attainable daily goal. As you meet your milestones, Vivo Fit will adjust your goal for the next day, gradually nudging you towards a healthier lifestyle and Garmin Connect. Uh, you can then earn virtual badges and view your progress on a daily, weekly or monthly basis. So no need to stop and sync your data to see your progress. The Vivo, sits, Vivo Fit stores your stats right there on your wrist. Later, with the touch of one button, you can wirelessly sync to Garmin Connect, the free wireless fitness community. Great little band, available in a range of colours. The Vivo Fit uh, check it out now at garmin.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, Tech Life with Trevor Long. And thank you for listening. You can get in touch. Just go to the website, uh, yourtechlife.com or eftm.com.au. doesn't matter. Uh, send me an email. Get in touch. Love to have a chat about your technology questions, problems. Absolutely. doesn't matter what it is. Let's go back to the phones. G'day, Pam. Hello, Trevor. How are you going? I'm excellent. How can I help you? Um, I'm a bit concerned about the television retune that has to be done on the 18th of March. There's a lot of people concerned about it, Pam. I, um, you are not alone on that. I, I've never had yeah. more calls about something than the, the retune. It's really? quite interesting. Even, because, even, yeah, even the I, switch. The I switch haven't heard from... anyone else raising concerns enough that I must be a complete ning-nong because not I'm the only one that can't do it. No, not at all. So even the switch over from analogue to digital didn't get this many calls. But anyway, what's your right. concern? You've just yeah. heard the ads. Is that is that the problem and you don't know what's happening? Um, no, I've got um, Foxtel IQ. Mm-hmm. Um, on my, in my lounge room, yep. and um, I rang the Retune information line today, and they told me that I don't have to do anything, that Foxtel will do it all from their end. Now, I don't know whether that's right or not. So this is the government line that you rang? Yes. Did they ask you... So, so when you rang them, you told them you had Foxtel, and they basically at that point said, don't worry, it's all okay? Yes. Did they, they ask said you, you don't have to do anything. Let me ask you this. Do you have any other televisions in the house? Yes, I've got two others. And they didn't ask you that question? Well, I didn't ask about those. No, but it's a simple... No, they didn't, no, know, they, they didn't ask these me. These days, no. it's pretty, pretty regular that people have more than one television. Now, do those other televisions have yeah. Foxtel on them? No. So, you need to retune. So... Yes. I, I mean, I'm, to be honest, I'm really angry at the government helpline because it's not rocket science. That question I just asked you, they could ask that of everyone who rings about the Foxtel question. So that's yeah. really disappointing in my book. You know, we're spending money on that helpline and they should be doing a better job. So 
Let's let's focus on the two problems that you've got. The first one is the Foxtel. The second one is the other TVs. Now, you're right, yeah. and they're right. The Foxtel box you don't need to do anything with because for okay. as long as you have Foxtel in your house, um, they will mm-hmm. work fine. But if you right. were to ever cancel your Foxtel service or um, in your area the Foxtel service was not working for, for any reason, you know, blackout or something like that happened in another location and, and just stopped the service yeah. from working... Um, you yeah. would you, you should still be able to watch television through the right. normal antenna and just you know not using the Foxtel. In that situation, you do need to retune your base television. So just because there's a okay. box called Foxtel connected doesn't mean you shouldn't tune that TV. Now, what you need to do on that TV is go back into normal television mode, not Foxtel yeah. mode. Now, do you know how to do that? Yeah, I know how to do that. Yeah, I do. And yeah, once, and, um, and once you're there. You're in the same yeah. situation as you as you would be with those other televisions um, that you've got. So those yeah. other televisions and your main TV, you need to go into the menu and you need to retune them. Now, it is not the same for every TV, unfortunately, Pam. No, um, I found that out. But it's also not a really dangerous thing to be doing in terms of you can't really do much wrong with your television. So... I think the worst thing you could do is to factory reset your television and that would actually do the retune anyway. So it's not the end of the world. So the things, if you press the menu button on the remote control of any of those TVs um, and you start looking for either look for factory reset, look for setup, look for tuning, look for channel uh, and look for auto, those kind of words. I mean, it's not going to be any one of those or a combination, but you'll find your way through the menu if you're looking for setup, tuning, uh, automatic tuning, retuning, anything like that. And it'll just take yeah. five minutes. Once you find that, it'll, it'll say, do you really want to do this? You'll say yes. And then it will go through and it will find all the television stations. Okay. Now, you can do that today. Um, now, even though the digital retune happens next Tuesday, you can do it today, yeah. Pam, because yeah. what you're doing today is you're learning how to do it. And once you've done it once, yeah. I'm telling you, it's easy. You'll do it again every week if you wanted to. Um, so I would try, I would try now, I would try today and I would muck around with it. When you get frustrated, mm. take a break, come back tomorrow. <laughs> um, and, okay. and if you, have you got the internet at home, Pam? Yes, I do. I, do. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's probably, you know, a little bit more laborious, but if you, if you were to go on the internet and search for your particular television make and model, you might even find the yeah. original user manual, which might give you instructions on how to do it as well. Yeah, the the main one that I'm having a problem with is um, a Samsung, and I've got the manual for it. Okay. Um, and I've, I've been into the menu, and there's something called Auto Store. That's what you now, want. Would, would, would that be it? That's what you want. Auto so what store. that's doing is it's going to automatically go and read all the channels that are available, and it's automatically going to store them mm-hmm. in the right okay. order. And that's all you need to do. It's not easy to find. <laughs> oh, I don't imagine so. No, and that's that's no. the problem, really. It's um, it's not an easy thing to do. But uh, but once you've found it, Pam, you've found it, and yeah. you'll remember. And the good thing is, as I said, you can do it today, but then you do yeah. need to do it again next week sometime. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. The other TV that I've got is a, just a cheaper one, and it's it's very easy. It's got a um, on the remote control, it's got a TV set up. You press that, it says auto-tune. Oh. Yes, that's what I want. Perfect. Why can't the, the Samsung <laughs> be so simple? And what's the brand of television in your lounge room where the Foxtel is? 
It's a Sony Bravia. Okay, I, I think, and that... I know how to tune that. That's, that's quite simple. Yes. Right. Well, I've done that before. And now you need to tell your friends the same thing because this okay. is my other thing. I'm worried that people like you and me will talk about it. And, and you and yeah. me will learn how to do it. But we've got to tell our friends because they might not have heard the ads on the radio. They might not have thought it was no. important. And I'll tell you this, I work at SBS, so I declare that. But um, the time comes when you want to watch SBS because I know everyone doesn't watch it every day or every week. But especially yeah. for when the World Cup's on, for example, the FIFA World Cup later this year, um, everyone's going to want yeah. to watch that first game and they're going to have to spend 10 minutes retuning their television because SBS won't be there. So oh, okay. make sure you tell you your friends... To retune. Is it going to affect many of the channels, do you think? Honestly, in Sydney it only affects SBS. Only SBS. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so that's why that's why I'm I'm worried because people won't notice it on the on the first day. It's not like oh, on Tuesday night watching. it just won't yeah. work. It's just when they come on Thursday night to watch a food show, they'll notice that it's, that it's all black screen. So it will happen oh, at some okay. point. They'll want to watch it and uh, and they'll they'll yeah. have that problem. Okay, well, that's good to know. Well, I'm glad we can help you, right. and I'm glad you can yep. go and play around with it now and get it working for yourself. And then, uh, as Perfect. I say, do like I'm doing and try and tell all your friends and family so they, they're covered and sorted as well. I'll have a practice. Good on you, Pam. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Trevor. Thanks for getting in touch, Pam. Thank you. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Well, gaming fans will... Be waiting this week for Thursday. Thursday's the day, and you'll probably hear the sound of this game in the background of the studio here as I fire up the Xbox One and bring Titanfall to life. Now, Titanfall is very much, um, very much uh, a hugely important game for Microsoft. Uh, it's not coming on because I need to sign into the Xbox, and I refuse to do that right now. Um, the... The Xbox One, the PlayStation 4, very important devices for both those companies, Sony and Microsoft, because they invested so much money in them. They're the future of the consoles, and it's still a very tight-knit battle. It's a war, um, in many senses of the word, um, to, to win customers, to, to win loyalty, uh, and to win the dollars um, that we will spend on gaming consoles. Now, the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 are still great devices. I use my PlayStation 3 regularly because... I have a steering wheel hooked up. I've got games on the on the PS3 that I can't yet get on the PS4, like like Formula One or Gran Turismo. But these new ones, you know, they're the future. Now, Titanfall is the first, I think, first big blockbuster game that is console exclusive. Now, it is available on PC as well, but just let's ignore that for the moment um, because that's the Microsoft platform as well. Uh, but PlayStation versus Xbox, Titanfall is not available on, on the PlayStation. So if you want to play this game, you must have an Xbox One. It's not available on the Xbox 360. Uh, parents, this is uh, an MA15 Plus game, um, very clearly stated on the cover. And, uh, you know, you should talk to your kids about that. I think it's it's an issue we've got to keep talking about. Um, it's uh, yeah, MA15 Plus. And basically, this is a combat shooter. You know, first-person shooter, whatever you want to call it, but it's a very modern, uh, futuristic warfare. So you you enter life as um, as a pilot, which, which essentially means a human being soldier, uh, and the pilot has guns and, and amazing skills, a jump pack that allows you to jump in the air and then jump again while you're mid-flight. It uh, allows you to, to jump on a wall and run across the wall. Um, some really great 
um, and, and, and innovative little features for a, a soldier in that sense in these kind of games. Uh, weaponry, smart guns, shields, different things. Very, very simple logic, and it all explained to you in the training mission. But then it gets really exciting when you um, when you're playing the the missions. Uh, let's say you're playing for attrition, which means you know last man standing kind of thing. You're um, you, you're you have access to your own titan. Now a titan is a huge robot beast that you can get inside and drive. You know it becomes an extension of your arms and legs. And the Titan's only available after you complete a certain amount of the game. So after you've, you know, you know, been on the battlefield for four minutes, your Titan becomes available. Or if you shoot a lot of um, other people during that four minutes, that, that, that time gets lower and lower. So you can get access to your Titan by being a, a you know, good marksman and whatnot. Now, you call your Titan at your own discretion. It's a button on the, on the controller. And when you call the Titan, you look up to the sky and this, this huge ball, uh, like a shooting star, kind of meteoroid, comes in to the game and it drops on the floor and that is your Titan. He's standing there, uh, chest open, ready for you. And you walk up, you press a button, you get inside and you're, you're latched in and you're in control. And, and you're then this robot uh, in, in warfare. And the same theory, you've got to go and you know, fight other Titans. You've got to go and um, fight the other soldiers or pilots that are on the ground still, uh, in whatever style of mission it is. It's um, it's not an unusual format to a game, but the whole Titan concept—you uh, don't get to be a Titan until you've played a bit of the game, you know, only a few minutes. But your Titan's not always there for you. You've got to earn him essentially during the game, and I, I like that concept. But I don't know. There's something about it's, it's purely multiplayer game. So I'm sitting here days before the release, pretty much unable to play the game because. There's not many people available to play the game with me right now. Um, that's a little frustrating. Um, but obviously, I've got an early release version, and you know, there's not many Australians that have the game. So at my time of night, when I want to play, not many people online. So w- when, you're, when you're in the game, you, you, a lobby forms, you know, a group of people get together, and you start playing multiplayer. So it is, it's not like Call of Duty where there's just a campaign you can take part in. You've got to take part in a campaign multiplayer over the internet. It's a very, very good theory, but here's what I love about it most is you can just play it for 20 minutes and enjoy a bit of time relaxing behind your game. Or if you're into it and obsessed, I have no doubt you could play it for hours and hours on end, as many people do with things like Call of Duty. So overall, I I think it's a great game. I think I gave it four and a half stars um, on EFTM.com.au because it's it's just a little bit different, and, and the graphics are fantastic. Um, the interface is good. The training mission at the start really does help you get into the into the swing of things um, from the moment uh, you get into the game. So uh, really nice stuff. And if you're into gaming, you, you will love Titanfall if you have an Xbox One. If you don't have an Xbox One and you love your first-person shooter-style games, I think this is the time to buy an Xbox One. Um, if you're a parent and you're wondering whether your child should play this game, Oh, actually, I said today on the radio, I put this at the, the lower end of the violence scale, if you like. Um, yes, you are shooting people. Yes, this is a warfare game, but it's not one of those bloody, horrific warfares where, you know, when you shoot someone, uh, the, the, that part of their body blows off and it gets all gruesome and their body's lying on the ground. The body's just disappeared. They go away. The body's gone. You don't like that about the game because, oh, I don't know, I'm not into all the gruesome stuff. And, and so I think that's that's a good little little addition uh, or part of the game that, that's not feature-heavy. So it's violent, no doubt. The objective is to kill people uh, and make your way through warfare. But, you know, if you've got a 15-year-old, and, and let's 
let's let's assume that you're okay with you know not allowing your 13, 14 year olds to play. You're a fifteen year old to play it, um, which is the rating. You, you need to you need to just be confident that that child is aware that this is war and it's a virtual war. It's not real, but this is what happens in war. I think that's a that's a reasonable thing to to explain to a child and hopefully. They'll be playing the game and enjoying it for what it is and not anything more. But great game. I loved it. And uh, I might even give it a bit, a bit of a longer crack, which is not a thing I do a lot with uh, shooter games. I love my, my, love my car racing, but uh, Titanfall, excellent game. Uh, good stuff and a likely a big success for Microsoft. EFTM.com.au if you want to get in touch, say day anytime. Uh, or you can call 1-800-157-157. And your calls welcome on one eight hundred one five seven one five seven, or you can uh, go to the website eftm.com.au. G'day, Mark. Hello, Trevor. What can I do for you, mate? Uh, last week we spoke about uh, SIM cards when travelling overseas, and uh, you gave me a few pointers as to where to check. So I've been on to Australia Coast and my carrier Telstra. Hmm. Um, the options are fairly straightforward, but I, I chose or leaned towards one from Telstra. I'll give you the reason. So, so we talked. We talked last week about uh, initially you were thinking you know we wanted data and all those things, and then it was like, should we just go with calls and use the Wi-Fi? Um, the Australia Post option was the travel sim, and uh, you were with Telstra, so the the Vodafone roaming wasn't an option. So, talk me through um, each solution and, and which way you went. All right. Now, as, as I said, we're just looking at, at um, not data because calls and SMS is locally sure. in, in the US. And um, the Chelsea travel sim is about 50 bucks per, per nano sim. Uh, of course, we need two of those. Uh, the, the call charge over there is 60 cents Aussie dollars a minute. Sorry, not, is that the Australia bad. Post travel sim? Yes, it is. Right, so yes, you said Telstra. So the Australia Post travel sim, yep, go on. And uh, SMSs are 49 cents per message. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was... Um, seemed seem reasonable. But then I went to the guy from Telstra who couldn't have been more helpful. Great. Uh, he said, look, to be honest, uh, the first thing I suggest is you get a carrier in the country you're going to. I sent from over there. So we said, look, that's all well and good. But unfortunately, because of our travel uh, timing, we don't have um, spare time in to the go market around to go with look, that. Look yeah. For a yeah, yeah. We, we did last night because we were in, in a city, but this time we're, we're, we're travelling so we can't get to one, and where we end up in Maui, we're not going to be able to get to a store that's convenient. Yeah. So, so that was your best option to, to get local. If not, so we have some solutions. Um, he also said that, uh, to be honest, he said, look, you know, put $10 credit on your Skype uh, as well. He said, that way, if I'm in a Wi-Fi spot and my wife's not, I can make calls to her for one cent a minute and, uh, and, and vice versa. Right. Uh, so we've done that as well. But here's the with our current phone number and current NSM as a plan there for Telstra, um, where we can have sixty five cents a minute for um for sending calls. Uh, SMS is actually dearer at uh, seventy five cents a minute. Hmm. But the, the the cost there is is fifteen dollars per per month when when they did one month activation per per SIM. And um we won't do many. We won't make many calls. Only if we get separated. So it's yeah. an easy way to go, and it gives us ten dollars credit uh, as well. So that's enough for us for the. What happens for if the, someone uh, in Australia rings you? 
Well, I, I said, that I, well, make sure I, I don't get charged for any, any data running while running these, these sims in our face. said, no, that's no problem. So he, told me, he took me to the screen of my phone to, to alter, so we will, only, we will not get any, any um, calls or data coming in on those SIM cards. So, um, so on your only, handset, you've been able to disable yeah. incoming calls? Yes, he's shown me to go to, on the, on the iPhone 5, our settings area for mobile hmm. and turn mo- mobile, data, my, mobile data and 4G off. And uh, that way we won't... But that, all that stops, in. all that stops mm. is, is any data usage over there. What happens if I ring you? I've got your mobile number. And if you're in Hawaii and I ring you, I'm worried you're going to get charged for that phone call. Yeah, he, he said we wouldn't get caught by turning off the 4G as well. So no, that's uh, uh, being in a different network. He, he was a lovely, lovely person, but that is incorrect. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. the, the only way you can stop calls coming in is by turning off um, the mobile SIM, which then means you can't make calls either or you can't make local um, calls over there because you, you want to be able to call your okay. wife back and forward. So. That's, one of the, one of the big yeah. things about travel sim and about sort of Vodafone's opportunity was that I could, when I'm overseas, I can receive calls and not have the burden of paying. So what happens is if I ring you from here in Sydney, I pay the mobile call cost. Yeah, so I pay the normal cost, but you pay the roaming call cost as the recipient of the call. So I think you're probably right. I think overall you've probably nailed that for convenience and for basic price of, you know, sending and receiving the odd text and the odd call, you probably are better off on the Telstra plan. That sounds great. The only thing I'm left wondering, and I think a quick phone call from you to them will confirm it, is how do you stop or or control the cost of receiving phone calls when you're overseas? Yeah, I'm sure I covered that. You said, the notes here when I spoke to the guy was to prevent roaming, for data, that's for data, uh, but the Wi-Fi is okay. It's these settings mm. he's given me. So that, no, um, none of that, none of that talks about call costs. Calls, yeah. And I guess could the same thing apply to SMSs as well. Um, well, yes. If I send, I don't think. No, I don't think you pay to receive international SMSs. But mm-hmm. again, that's probably a good question to ask, mate. I, I would, uh, I would ask mm-hmm. that question of Telstra. Um, you're probably going to end up deciding that is the right way to go, just for simplicity. And if someone rings you, just don't answer the call. Good. Very good. All right, Mark. Well, um, you did good investigation, mate, and I'm uh, I'm glad you found a solution, my friend. Very good. And th- thank you for the tips as well. No worries, Mark, and uh, you can get in touch at any time. Thank you, Mark. And uh, you can go to the website, eftm.com.au. So the other app I wanted to tell you about was from Dulux. Now, Dulux released this app called Dulux Color. Very simple. You open it up, and you've got kind of two options, capture or browse. When you browse, you're basically standing in, uh, in Bunnings looking at every colour possible. And, you know, there's hundreds of them. And you browse through the colour swabs and you can click on one and then you can kind of move your phone around, click around, and it changes the colours. Now, as someone said to me today, I think it was Peter Bell on um, 6PR in Perth, imagine the person that makes these names up. Beige Royal, White Duck, Narrow Neck, Silk Wart, Ghosting. How are these even names? It's unbelievable. Anyway, you choose a colour. Now, that's one way of choosing a colour. The second way to choose a colour is to go to Capture. And when you go Capture, it opens up your camera. And you point your camera at a wall, for example, and it will uh, put spots all over the screen, basically picking the colours that you're seeing. And you can pause that camera, and then you can go, well, this colour here, this blue, 
that's a capital blue, and that's Dulux's color for it. And then you click Visualize. This is where it gets really cool. They've got, a, I don't know, about 10 or 15 photos of houses and, you know, very standard-looking homes, which you can click on, and then it shows you that color in situ. So it actually puts that color on the house. And you can also click it rooms inside a house and see how that um, that color looks. Now, at the moment, you can only do one color per kind of environment, so they haven't got like feature walls and things happening, but that may, may come. Uh, and also, I guess someone said to me today, the, other, the next evolution would also be to take a photo of your own room and kind of select a wall that you wanted to do. But let's give them time to develop that. Basically, though, a very simple way to choose a color and visualize it on a home or an interior. Cool app from Dulux. It's called Dulux Color. Uh, available on the iPhone. I couldn't find it for Android, so available on the iPhone only at the moment. Check it out in the App Store, Dulux Color. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, i got an email this week from a guy uh, called Shane who uh, wanted to thank me for the recommendation of QuizUp. No problems, mate. Um, but also wanted to recommend an app called CatQI. I think it is Q-A-T-Q-I. Um... The, most, the thing I enjoy most about the app, he says, is that it's super easy to play and it's just like a quick version of Scrabble. But more importantly, you get to compare your score against others around the world in your country, your state and your town and city. Uh, he's going to give Quiz Up a try and wants to see if it's as addictive as Cat Qui. I don't know how you pronounce that, but Q-A-T-Q-I. So maybe there's another one to download. Q-A-T-Q-I. I'll download it too, Shane, and, and have a little look. We might have met a challenge each other, mate. Um, and there was another email. Oh, follow-up from Mark, who we spoke to earlier, who's just been on the email again. Uh, he spoke at a Telstra, and um, I, I was right. He will receive calls. They will cost him money. It will even cost money if people call him. It goes to voicemail. But he still thinks that's the way to go, to stick with Telstra there. So good on you, Mark, and thanks for um, clarifying that for us, mate. Enjoy the time in Hawaii, you lucky dog. Don't have a clue, but that's okay. Life goes on. Uh, thank you for those emails. Thank you for those comments on iTunes, and thank you for following me on Twitter or wherever you are. Uh, say good day. I, I try, and I think I see every message. I don't get that many uh, on Twitter, and I like to say good day if you do, and if you've got questions, I try and handle them here on the show. Uh, but do follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long, and if you haven't done that, you know what it is. It's not difficult. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long. That'll show you my face, and um, and you'll you'll swoon at the TV and go, wow, what's that? And you know, so check, you know, put your glasses on. You don't want to be scared by my face. But then you can sign up for a Twitter account and follow me, and that means that when I say random things on Twitter, you'll see them. That's all. That's all it means. I suggest you follow it around fifty to hundred people at the very least, because then you get a sense of the whole community, not just this one gibber like me. So have a play around. I love Twitter. It's great fun and a great way to um, talk directly with people like you. And um, we are all the same. After all, we're just people uh, with families and lives and jobs and whatnot and um, all trying to get through and, and learn from each other. So always good to interact like that. 
Follow me on Twitter at Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you to Garmin.com.au. This is your tech life, and you can download it each and every week at iTunes or at EFTM.com.au.